Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second episode this year of Best Picture Recap. Yeah, we, we had we, quite we a few. promised <laughs> a better name, but uh, I blame, uh, I have no one to blame but uh, my co-host. It's, uh, uh, it, it's, the new name is Rao BPR. Rao, Rao Booper. That's worse. <laughs> is it? It's just yes. an acronym. Acronyms make things good, Aaron. That's that's not a saying. Okay, sure, sure. If you say so. If it, if it, and if it was true, it would be an acronym and not a saying. You know. <laughs> One second, I'm putting that into an acronym. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we are running through the best picture nominees. For this year, last week we talked about Lady Bird, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. one of our favorites, and now we're looking at another strong contender for the title. Yeah, the one we both really like. At the end of this, do we pick our best picture? I think we have to. Yeah, it's gonna be Lady Bird for me. I, there's, but I'll compromise. We, if, if yeah, the we time already know comes. each other's answers. Yeah, but we gotta but like compromise. We'll, we'll on rank one. them all. We'll rank them all. Yeah, sounds good. But uh, this week, yeah, talking about uh, Dun- Darkest Hour. I mean, Dun- Dunkirk. <laughs> yeah, why yeah. two Dunkirk themed movies in the same year? Like, uh, I mean, why two uh, Armageddon and Deep Impact? Why two? Well, I don't mean like <laughs> why did they make both of them? Oh, why did they nominate they, them? Yeah, why did they both get nominations? That's a good question. Were there no other biopics? To satisfy their their needs, they didn't want to nominate that. Roman J. Esquire, <laughs> Roman J. Israel Esquire. Sorry, it didn't stop them from giving him the best actor. Though. No, no, it didn't. All right, so Dunkirk. Yeah, I, I mean, there's, I, there's not really anything to spoil here. So I, I don't even know if we need to go with our traditional format. Yeah, I mean, certain characters' fates, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Um. But I feel like I introduced you to this movie again. <laughs> How? I How? saw this one first again. Seeing it first does not does not count. <laughs> okay. Besides, uh, remember, uh, I have the superior tastes as yeah. established by San Junipero. So yeah, so I just yeah I forgot. Listen to this week's podcast. I agreed to agree with so, everything Aaron says from now on. So. Now yeah no now no matter what you introduce me to in actuality yeah you're, you're still never gonna beat me. No 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 no, and apparently I have to agree. RoboCop is amazing now, even though I certainly that, do not. It's not even up for debate. So. Okay cool, uh yeah so Dunkirk. Uh, really great movie. I just you rewatched saw this it. In, uh, seventy millimeter two, right? Yes, correct. Oh, it's a beautiful movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh man. Uh, yeah, just rewatched it again. Doesn't quite have the same kick. I don't think there was ever any chance it would. Seeing this in IMAX seventy millimeter is just like that's the way to see it, man. But either way, uh, still loved it. Uh, and I could also hear what people were saying this time. So, I don't know if that's the movie's well, that's fault or if that was certain I, theaters getting the mix wrong. I don't know. I feel like it's just an instance of, you know, Nolan likes his 
naturalistic sound design. Oh, he sure so does. <laughs> if you're actually in a war zone, the dialogue's going to get drowned out. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean... And it's, yeah, it's one of those pretentious aspects of him where as a director, it's like, <laughs> they're films for a reason. They're, 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 they're fantasy. <laughs> they're fan- we could, we, you know, we can try and hear them. It's, it's uh, I mean, I don't think this one gets quite as bad as some of the moments in Interstellar where it's just a hard bass and Matthew McConaughey's lips are moving and I'm like, should I be able to hear him right now? I don't know. Um, but, yeah. Either way. That's why I don't think it wins for sound mixing, because you, you can't you can't hear what anyone's saying. I'm telling I think it's good sound mixing. I just don't think it's what the right sound to. mixing. They they effectively did what they intended to do. Sure. Not gonna say nope, okay. And uh yeah, so that's that's that. Uh Beautiful, beautiful movie. Well shot, well acted. For I mean, what acting there is. Mark Rylance, the guy whose name I could not remember 20 minutes ago, just popped in my head. When I think of who's in this movie, I'm like, Mark Rylance? That's who I pull? <laughs> but Mark Rylance uh, is great. Uh, uh, Killian? Killian Murphy? I always yeah. want to say Cillian. <laughs> no, that's not right. Killian Murphy, great. Um, Harry Styles, surprisingly great in this. I never knew who he was. Like he's, the whole time, I was trying to pick him up, but I don't really know him well enough. He's, he's, he's yeah, guy. he's like the friend of the. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's the one who. Yeah, whatever. It's a real life event. Uh, he's the one who's on the train at the end with our main character. Um, right. He's yeah. They're together throughout the entire thing. No. Basically. No. No. No? No. He's not the French no? guy. Am I still thinking of the wrong guy? <laughs> You're still, yeah. Okay. He's okay. not the French guy. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'll need to watch it again. God, it's so good. Uh, I love the way this... Are we just going into spoilers? I say we just do no, it. No, no. No? Okay, just, then you go. You go. We'll, we'll do it real briefly. Just, you go. Yeah. But, I mean, just real briefly. Initial thoughts on it. Love this. For a long while, it was my number one Same. movie of the year. Dropped to number two eventually, but it's just, it definitely was like the best theatrical experience. And it's, you know, it's just such a technical masterpiece mm-hmm. in every way. Like, I think that it dropped down because it, I'd like more of a narrative traditionally, where I'm like, I really want a story and characters and themes to be more substantial that I can like latch onto. Yeah. But just the craft involved here made it just one of my favorites. Like it's it's undeniably a great movie, pretty much. Yeah, it's uh it it moved up to my three. Um, but also my two, three, and four. <laughs> even with my mini reviews, I've been like moving them around. Like, where does this go? Like, there's. <sighs> Because they all have their pros, they all have their cons. And, uh, my god. Just a good year for movies. Um, it was. Yeah. And this is probably Christopher Nolan's best movie. And I don't think it's oh. going to ever no. get better than this. 
I'm sorry, I just don't think he gets better than this. There's a handful of his movies that I would call better than this. Really? And I, yeah. Okay. But um, I'd say I, think, I like Inception better. I like. I think Inception is my favorite of his movies. But I think this is objectively the most quality thing. Like, even at the entire Oscars this year, this might be, like, the highest quality thing there. I mean, in ter- yeah, in terms of, like, having everything pieced together and, mm-hmm. like, all the the filmmaking aspects of it, I think I could agree that this is the best film. Uh, maybe Interstellar, but... Interstellar has that problem where it has bloat though you know there are some moments where it's like okay you could cut that this movie is like when i rewatched it i was like oh this movie's gonna be long it's a christopher nolan movie it's an hour and 30 minutes but like yeah, yeah. <laughs> every moment like scrapes by in a good way normally when i'm like oh every second you can feel it that's horrible but in this movie every second you can feel because you're like rocking back and forth in your chair and you're like please please make it out of this this is really stressful Light, so I think I called it Anxiety the Movie in my uh, <laughs> review, and I don't think there's a better way to describe it. So no, that's that's pretty good. So if you love uh, having anxiety attacks, watch Dunkirk. That's a that's certainly a recommendation. Yeah, oh, it yeah yeah. Um. So yeah, now let's uh. Because it is recommended by the both of us. Obviously. So let's move into spoilers. What is... Uh, they oh, escape. They escape. Yes, they do. I... I, I, I home home came for them, you can't get mad at me. Aaron. What? Home came for them, Aaron. That's a good point. That scene... I cannot think... <laughs> Stop. I cannot think about it or watch it without tearing up a little bit. <laughs> It's moving. Um, what is your favorite moment in this movie? Mm. It doesn't have to be full scene, just oh. a moment. Something that happens I, that you love. I think one of the parts I really liked, which wasn't necessarily I liked this because I was like, oh, that's really heartwarming or makes me cry or whatever, but just like, I guess it's technically two moments, but the part where we like, the, the, the pilot's friend crashes into mm-hmm. the ocean and then he looks down and he sees his hand waving. So he's like, oh, oh, he's all okay. And so he moves on and everything. And then we eventually cut back to that scene and we realize that's him struggling to get out <laughs> of his... Drowning. He's drowning. Oh, yeah. God, it's so dark. Yeah. That, that part, like, really hit me. That's so good. Both as, like, that's a really good uh, editing structure and all that. Mm-hmm. But also, like, you know, that's really dark. Yeah. Oh, my God. My favorite, also with the plane, and I, I wouldn't even say the plane was my favorite part of the movie. I'd say it might be my least favorite, but it has that great payoff where uh, they're still getting people off the mole, and is that how you pronounce that? It's a yeah. French word, yep. I believe, so I don't know if it's a different pronunciation. Um, but they're still getting everyone off the mole, and then they just hear the German planes coming again, and then... You know, his he's out of gas. He's just gliding at this point. But he turns it back around and shoots down the German plane. And at that moment, in the theater, I wanted to just stand up and just start clapping. Like, I was... Uh, tears were flowing. I was just like, this is amazing. 
<laughs> like, yeah. and uh, Kenneth Branagh. That's Kenneth Branagh, right? Yeah. Yeah. He, you know, he has that, like, moment of being Kenneth Branagh, and he's like, Aaron knows what I'm doing, the audience doesn't. I'm, like, nodding my head, and he's like, mm, very nice. Uh, and everyone on the on the mall is just, like, very exuberant, and it's just like this, it's this exhale that you don't really ever get in the movie, and it's just like this, people aren't gonna die now. I mean, other than the germ, but he's a Nazi, so... You don't see the Nazis in this movie. You don't. And that was really cool. Yeah. It's an interesting choice. Because, I mean, look at any other World War II movie. They, even, like, they hype up the Nazis to be, like, these supervillains. Or, like, not that they're not horrible. They are. But, like, they're, like, super-powered. <laughs> like, every other World War II movie. They're like, we will end you. It's like in the Mighty Ducks when they fight the German team. <laughs> or That's no, was it? The, the, probably the best analogy you could have uh, picked out there is uh, the yeah. Mighty Ducks. <laughs> Nazis are the enemy teams in the Mighty Ducks. Um, but, uh... It's like, you know, in the Mighty Ducks, they're like, oh, we're just a bunch of scrappy kids. And look at these, this team. They're Adonises. They're, like, throwing the puck down this... I don't know hockey. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, they throw the puck, they get a goal, and they do a touchdown dance. Um, but either way... Uh, they, Why they, are we talking about hockey? I don't remember. <laughs> I lost my... I buried the lead on this one. Uh, no, okay, so it's that... They, in like every World War II movie, they make out the Germans to be like these like super-powered enemies. And in this one, you just don't even see them, which is almost kind of the same thing. Where it's like they're this unseen force that could destroy you at any time. But also, yeah. it's not like, I'm going to come stomp on your graves. I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know if you well, get I, what I'm saying. but I'm like I, the only one I've heard kind of like voice this interpretation but I don't know. It makes sense to me where it's like it's it it does in a sense make them a more powerful force, but also less powerful in that it's stripping them of a voice. Yeah. Like, you know, like we like never that. hear what they're fighting for or you know, like it never even tries to be like, Oh yeah, they're just they're justified in their position in this twisted sense of like, oh, we have to give the heroes and villains equal state like i'm all for sympathetic hmm. villains and films just stuff, maybe not narratives. nazis <laughs> but it's just like it's so refreshing to just finally have something come out in 2017 being like we don't need both sides yeah like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what they're fighting for they are nazis like yeah i like that i really like that um oh gosh i had something i was gonna say but now it's gone so Oh, well. It's gone forever. Oh, yeah. I, I was going to mention uh, Inglorious Bastards, where they kind of do the... Like, they, they do it in the other direction, where they show them, and then just, like, mercilessly gun them down in a, in a movie theater. So there are different ways of showing it, I guess. But, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I loved that they did not show them. And for some reason... I don't know how I got it in my head that they did show them, but there is 
the scene where he gets out of his plane at the end and he burns it. He burns his plane. I had thought we saw German soldiers in that scene and that scene only, but we do not. And so I don't know how I got that in my head that I'm like, there were German soldiers in that in that uh, scene. They were not. So I don't know. That was yeah. Weird. I mean, there's still like the hints of them being there. Yeah. They're never prominent. <sighs> yeah. Michael Caine is in this movie. Yeah, he was easy to pick out. Very, just like, because yeah, Michael Caine has such a Michael Caine voice. <laughs> do you want me to do it? <laughs> yes, I do. Now I'm going to need you to fly over to Dunkirk <laughs> and put the put the beat down on them Nazis. <laughs> that might be my worst. That might be my worst. Uh, Michael Caine I've ever done. That was bad. It's it's a tough competition. It is. They're all bad. <laughs> so it's like, which one is more bad? Do I do the one that's like closer, or do I do the one that's like kind of further away that's better? I don't know. <sighs> Harry Styles almost drowns at some point in this movie. I, I think people hated that on the internet. I don't remember. There was like a thing when the trailer came out, and it's like Twitter's freaking out over <laughs> Harry Styles almost drowning, and I'm like. Okay, cool. He almost gets crushed by a boat. He almost dies a lot in this one. It's really a wonder he survives at all. You would think no one had it out for him, except he apparently didn't know who he was. So. <laughs> oh my god. I, I don't know which would be more of an insult. Yeah, I don't know, man. He's, You know what? I think Harry Styles gets a lot of crap. I like him. I think he's a, you think, I think he's a good musician. Do you think he'd make a good James Bond? I want to say no because I want Idris Elba. But if we're not going to get Idris Elba, sure. I guess I'll take Harry Styles. <laughs> um, yeah. Aaron, how surprised yeah. are you that there is no, not one actor in this movie nominated for an acting award? <laughs> In I'm not that surprised. It's not really an acting movie. No, I know. <laughs> it was more of a joke. Okay, okay. I mean, if anyone, it would be Mark Rylance or maybe Killian Murphy. Yeah. But that's like a very supporting role. No one really has a lead role in this movie, so. No. So. That's so, yeah, you couldn't right. even get anyone up for best actor or actress. Cause no. Kenneth first Branagh. Off, there are no actresses. <laughs> Well, Aaron, there are people on the on the Red Cross boat, all right? Fair. I think they have no lines, but... Again, it's like, that was the time, so it's hard to really be no, like... No, I'm, I'm not... No, I know, I just... Being one of those people who are like, oh, this film should have changed history and included, you know, had a more inclusive cast. But I'm just being like, Nolan's reputation as a director is, like, ignoring women and people of color yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And then, so maybe choosing this as your big project wasn't the right next step? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what he goes for next. Does he have anything next in the works, or that we know I of? haven't heard. He's directing the Quentin Tarantino uh, Star Trek. 
Why not? Anything's possible as soon as Quentin Tarantino's writing a Star Trek. Um, yeah. Uh, what else, what is there else to talk about? Oh, I mean, this isn't gonna be much. Cause... No editing. I, I think we need to talk about the way this movie's edited, the way the movie is structured as a whole. Um, it took me a while to get used to the rhythm, but mm-hmm. like I think also that moment with the planes that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. I think that was a moment where it like really clicked for me, where I was like catching up to like what they were doing. Yeah, the first time watching it, I was a little confused. I'm like, wait a second, it was just night. How is what? <laughs> but then, as soon as I thought about it like that, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Christopher Nolan and his non-linear storytelling. <laughs> it's all here. Uh, yeah. I, I really loved it. I think that's why it gets in editing. I don't know. But, yeah. I think it'd be well-deserved. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know, man. I, I think we're good on this one, unless you've got something else to say. It, it's just I it's mean, a movie that needs to be watched. It's hard. It's hard to talk about. Yeah, because there's not really, like, character beats or mm-hmm. stuff like that, like Lady Bird, that we could talk about. But it is certainly a highly, highly recommended film. But you're, it's a film that, like, you need to experience, but also you need to have experienced it Already. on the big screen. Yeah. I think it's back in theaters right now, like, select theaters. That's right. So if there's anyone out there who has not seen it yet, yeah definitely go do that yeah even if it's not an imax or if even if it's not like a big theater if it's one of the smaller ones i still think it's worth it you need that sound yeah it's very much like gravity Mm -hmm. where when i came out of seeing it in theaters i was like this is the best movie of the year one of the best movies of all time whatever Mm -hmm. and then you like watch it on cable like two years later and you're like oh (laughs) i mean it's all right okay yeah I like gravity still, though. It's just... It's, Which, I mean, yeah. like, it doesn't take away from, like, the technical craft involved in the movie. It's just no. like that's not the way to experience it. And there's a there's a place for those movies. It's not like... I don't know. I don't know what I was saying there. But yeah, there's it, a place for that. It makes you... It makes it kind of, like, sad that there's not, like, a... I mean, I suppose there are, there are theaters that show older movies. But, like, they typically focus on, like, 80s and 90s and... Or, you know, earlier than just, yeah. hey, this movie came out a year ago, and I want to watch it in theaters again. Yeah. Yeah, that's what my theater does. It's the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, sometimes thousands. Harry Potter was just there. They canceled Chamber of Secrets, though. And I don't know why. Like, Chamber of Secrets was not... Wow, I don't know how it's... The Chamber of Sequence... <laughs> That's weird, because a theater near me was doing the same thing, but they didn't show the first one. That's really weird. Like, the poster just has a big canceled over it on Harry Potter, and I'm like, what happened, guys? So, I don't know. Um, I missed Alien. No, I felt kind of sad about that. I was like, oh, I'm busy. David didn't want to go with you? <laughs> I hate that he doesn't like Alien. Part of me feels like he didn't watch it. <laughs> let me be let me be honest here, guys. Part of me feels like David didn't watch it. Because later, he's like, oh, I gotta watch the Alien movies. I'm like, well, just Aliens. Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection, right? He's like, 
yeah, <laughs> that. I'm like, oh god. I'm I, I believe it. Um, yeah. Just saying. So that's it. That's Dunkirk, I guess. I don't. Yeah, I mean that's that's good. Christopher Nolan, I'm sorry, you're not gonna get your Oscar this year, but there you're a good director. You'll have more opportunities, I'm sure. Every like every single film he's made deserved one. So yeah. Oh my god, I'm like seeing spots. <laughs> this is not good. Well, we're I laughed too hard. Answer. I hurt my eyes. Um. So, do we want to talk about what we're talking about next week? Do you want to do The Shape of Water? Sure. So, we're doing Shape of Water for sure. Let's just let's tell the people. We didn't tell them last week. We're doing Shape of Water for sure. Uh, that's next week then. Uh, we're going to do Get Out uh, mm-hmm. probably the week after that. And that leaves us with a couple more weeks. I don't know if you're... <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if I can get to anything. Post is a good movie. I think it's worth watching, but it's just me. We'll see. I am only missing Phantom Thread and Darkest Hour now. So we'll see. I'm hoping to see those this week. Are you really hoping to see Darkest well, Hour? Yes. Yes. I'm not like I'm hoping to see all of the best picture nominees. Unfortunately, one of them is the Darkest Hour. Or Darkest Hour, sorry. Um, this one doesn't have invisible electricity monsters. At least I'm, I hope, I'm not sure. Maybe it does. That's, that's why I never saw the Germans in this film. They were invisible electricity monsters. Yeah, so <laughs> I think that's a good place to end that. That's a, good, that's a good one. So, if you want to find us around the web... Find Lacey at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter. Find him at Jake Lace on Tumblr. He is posting his year-end in-review things. Those are coming yeah. out. Yeah, by the time you hear this, uh, there are going to be two left. Two left, yeah. So, mm. get hype. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to find David, the main podcaster on the web, you can find him at dbucks15 on Twitter. Dbex with two S's. If you want to find me around the web, you can find me at Little Flame Dude on Twitter. You can find me at this clever blog name. It's already taken. Tumblr.com. Uh, the errands mm. are out and awarding the best and the worst and the bye bye man. Best, the worst of film and TV. <laughs> yeah, everyone read them. They're good, except for when he gives bye bye man an award. That part was a little confusing. I don't know about that. I, uh, They're still good. They're still I good. thought you were a real award show, but then I checked and you're just another nobody on Tumblr. <laughs> I'm not being mean to Aaron. I am just repeating words I, I of someone. Have, I should have brought back the worst performer category just to give it to Jared Leto again, even though he wasn't in <laughs> he was, No, he was. He was in Blade Runner 2049. No, like, give it to him for the Joker. Make it a late edition. That's <laughs> amazing. That's amazing. Okay, yeah. If you want to find the main podcast around the web, you can find us at Reboot Our New Underway on Twitter. 
and give us a like on Facebook. Check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes. And, you know, give us a good review if you like what we say. Oh, yeah. So, Shape of Water next week. Get out. Until then. Don't think of it. Don't say it. Done. Bye bye, man. Done, done, done. Done, done. Yeah. yeah. yeah.